Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. This episode of Life as an Observer is made possible by patron support. If you'd like to support this program, you can visit patron.podbean.com backslash life as an observer to learn more. Well, hello and welcome to Life as an Observer. Today, we're going to chat about acceptance, uh, self-acceptance. Uh, before we jump into today's topic, uh, I just want to thank those who are part of our patron on Podbean. Um, just really loving the community that we're creating there. Uh, little by little, it's starting to build up, and uh, those who are already patrons, don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you yet. Um, we have a few welcoming invitations, thank yous, that kind of stuff that goes out, but um, there's also... Um, uh, mean, a monthly meetup, and I just haven't done that yet because we, I'm waiting for a, a group to, to kind of create itself um, before we do that. However, there's lots and lots of uh, exclusive content on that site. So uh, it's at patron.podbean.com uh, slash life as an observer. And you can donate for as little as $2 a month if you want to support this program. I think you heard it in the entry uh, kind of ad there, but we don't have any commercials. We don't have any ads, no sponsors, nothing. This is just me and a microphone and a mission. So trying to get uh, trying to get out there a bunch of observers rather than reactors. So um, we have people who are at the $2, $20, level, um, really supporting kind of the mission. Uh, you'll notice that there are some goals in there, uh, one of them. I've already kind of jumped on, even though I didn't meet the goal yet. Um, so if you want to help me meet that goal, that'd be amazing. But it was to to buy a, a converted van and kind of take the show on the road, uh, moving around to different places and actually meeting people face to face. And I think that's kind of key um, in some of these interviews when we do them on Zoom. You can just kind of hear the audio quality is not as as high as I would prefer and that's just kind of the degradation of, of doing it a virtual uh, interview. So um, today is going to be kind of a short uh, podcast uh, about self-acceptance, um, but I may go into it a little bit deeper on the patron page. So uh, maybe look for some other stuff there. If you'd like to contribute, um, so I have some upcoming courses that I'm taking, and that sort of supports that, but it's mostly really to get the van on the road. I've already purchased it, and it's going to be part of today's topic. So um, upcoming events. It's another way you can kind of support the program and even be uh, with me, maybe even do interviews with me. Um, so upcoming, um, when this gets released, about a month away, about a month and a half away, I have a retreat scheduled in southern Utah. We're calling it Transcend. Um, I'm doing this with my, my, my counterparts, Anya and Veronica, and now um, Karen. So uh, we're doing uh, Transcend, which is expansion retreats, in Southern Utah. Now, this is, if you follow me on social media at Ryan Bean Yoga on Instagram, you've noticed lots of pictures of the beautiful mountains and the red rocks and the snow-covered red rocks. I mean, it's just gorgeous here. And uh, you get an opportunity to come and hang out with us. Now, it's 
about, uh, I guess we're about two and a half hours uh, from Las Vegas. That's the nearest like big airport. And then um, we do have an airport in St. George, Utah. So you're welcome to fly there and we'll have some transportation up to Homestead Ranch, which is a nestled away in the hills there in the mountains. Uh, maybe, uh, I guess we're about half hour, 45 minutes from the airport. And we are going to have a full schedule but then you can participate in whatever you want. Um, the, the schedule includes things like uh, art and meditation. Um, we have some uh, options for, for sacred journey space. We have some options for uh, Wim Hof method. So I'm going to be doing a fundamentals course during that, um, during that retreat. So if you want to do breath work and cold immersion with me, um, we also are doing like a, a, a sweat lodge. So there's a lot of stuff going, but again, you can just hang out in your uh, your room and enjoy the nature if you wanted to. Um, kind of just sit on the porch and look at the lake and, and enjoy that if that's something that you're really wanting to do. But that's coming up. I also have a lot of um, courses coming up on Insight Timer. That's kind of my preferred platform to teach uh, breathwork uh, online. So you can look on Insight Timer and just look for me there. We also, uh, I'm doing a Vipassana for beginners course there. So if you're interested in getting into uh, meditation and just, hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, uh, help me through some of the fundamentals. It's a three-week course. It's basically three hours, but it takes part in three weeks. And we'll kind of go through that, kind of give you some fundamentals of Vipassana, that insightful meditation. So I'm outside of that. I'm looking to travel this year. we got the van already. So if you're interested in um, some courses near you, just reach out to me. I'm interested in, uh, traveling, getting out me and Miss B are in the van and we're looking for places to go, uh, especially around the summertime to kind of beat the heat and maybe even get into some other environments that are not quite as hot, but, um, we do like it here now. It's in the, it's a very cold and we like that for cold immersion work. And, uh, we're nestled. I'll have to send some pictures and maybe put them on the, uh, the patron page so you can see, but we have a, a little, cubic mini fireplace in the van and it's really nice to to be able to to kind of snuggle up to that so let's talk a little bit about acceptance now i was reading and i think i even used it in an instagram post but um reading something from ramdas and he said that i myself stand in the need of the arms of my own kindness uh, listen to that again i myself stand in the need of the arms of my own kindness and I had to think about it for a minute, what he was kind of going for there, but standing in the need of, of a hug from yourself, be kind to yourself. Many times we, we get into this place of acceptance and we don't accept. We just say, and we kind of say rude things to ourselves or we say, you know, where we want to be one day or where we once were with ourselves, with our body, with our mind, with our thoughts. And, and, I think we're not all that kind to ourselves. Thus, uh, really making the situation quite a bit worse. So what I want to talk a little bit about is the self-acceptance being a very, and I think I read it somewhere else too, but it being a truly heroic act. Self-acceptance is saying, I see my faults and I understand that I can't be perfect, that I'm perfectly imperfect. So I want to tell you the story about when I went to go pick up my van and kind of tie this into a few things um, for you to sort of chew on this week. Um, I have some guests coming up for the upcoming next couple of weeks. So really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, I've been off here for a little while because I've been moving 
so getting into the story, I found my van, of course, by divine intervention and manifestation in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. So I uh, coordinated it all. It took about a month to uh, coordinate a flight, pick up time, drive back, you know, working it all out. And I got up there, of course, we're in the middle of winter, so I uh, got up there right, really divine timing again, but I got up there in the middle between storms and still low temperatures, but between storms, picked up the van that I had so decided to, to drive and buy and brought it on back to Utah. Now, this is, I guess it was about a 22-hour drive time, something like that. And I decided to break it up over three days just to to make it easier on myself. Um, there is a long drive through Wyoming that I, you know, did that in one day. And that's a, a lot just in itself. Um, so I uh, picked up the van, all is well, went through the, the nuts and the bolts of it all, how everything operates, and started to drive back. Now, uh, first day, heavy, heavy winds and snow drifts across the snow. Those are from the Midwest. understand what I'm talking about where it's, you know, blue skies, but the wind is just blowing these snowdrifts across the road. Um, there in a high top van, it's, it was kind of scary for me. I'm so used to being in my Jeep and gripping the road. And now here I am in this, you know, the high top van and it's getting pushed all over the road. So drove quite slow, but I did end up making it out of North Dakota that day and right to South Dakota. Um, and it was kind of the, 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 um, I don't know, maybe the icing, some people call it on the cake. It was just really beautiful. I got in late. Um, it was late at night, but I got to a, a, I guess it was a state park, a reservoir that was closed for the winter. I guess maybe they do some ice fishing or something there, but um, it was closed. But they have the gates open, so you're welcome to go on in and, you know, camp away. Uh, you pay your little $8 fee at the gate and through a, a kiosk, and then you go on in. Well, it was on this reservoir that was frozen, and... Um, I posted a couple of videos about it, but man, just so beautiful in the morning as the sun was coming up, the lake was frozen. Um, there were, uh, birds, I think there were, uh, geese that were just flying past and you could kind of just hear them. Um, didn't actually see them cause the trees were pretty covering me, but you could hear them and it was just gorgeous. It was very motivating for that next day. So I got up and I was excited to, to get on the road even though I knew I had a long trip through Wyoming. Now, don't get me wrong, those who are from Wyoming, it's beautiful there. However, I was supposed to be going through a training through um, a company called Blue Matter, which I'm going to be having them on the, on the podcast here really soon. Uh, my friend Aaron, I'm going to see if I can convince him to chat with us a little bit about um, mental health issues. And so anyway, I was doing a training with them that day uh, that relates to yoga and depression, anxiety, uh, even suicide prevention. And through Wyoming, there's not much signal. Let's just be real honest. It's it's wide open and vast. And so being in the training was, was quite difficult. Um, I kept losing signal. And I was getting kind of frustrated, just frustrated at myself just in general. Like, why did I take this route? Started to question. Maybe I should have taken a different route so I could be on the training. Um, wanted to ask questions and be a part of it, but it was kind of alienating myself. Um, luckily finally got into, um, some really pretty areas. If you've ever been through there, uh, between, um, uh, rock Springs and Casper, there's just a, a little Americas there. And it was just really beautiful. I remember I saw devil's tower as I came into the state and I was really excited to see that. 
um, my first time seeing Devil's Tower and just just really enjoying the scenery. However, I was finding myself very frustrated. So got into the next day and here we are driving along. I end up getting all the way down into Utah and I had it in my mind that I was going to stay in a place I've been dreaming about that next night. There is a quarry in Utah called the Vernon Wonderstone Quarry. And I've been wanting to go there. They have this little crystal or rock that's actually rhyolite that has makes these beautiful pictures on them. And they're called Wonderstone. And I said, I'm going to go there. I'm so excited to park there. So even though I probably could have taken a shorter way back to my home down here in southern Utah, I wanted to, to go the way out of the way to go to Vernon and stay the night. Well, I started driving. I was getting closer and closer. Of course, here we are with no cell phone signal and no really navigational options. Um, I hadn't equipped the van yet with my cell phone booster, which I do now. But at the time, you know, just working off of bare bones and sun's going down, gorgeous skies, all kinds of beauty, the whole trip. I finally start to arrive to the area where the road is to the Vernon Wonderstone Quarry. And when I pull up to the, to the road, as the sun is just kissing its last bit of sky before it dipped behind the mountains, I notice that the road is just completely full of snow. It's uh, not very deep, but deep enough that I was concerned taking a brand new vehicle down that road that I'm not familiar with, nor does it have four-wheel drive. And I immediately sunk into a what I felt was sadness or even just like uh, letting myself down or maybe it was feeling just like a little bit of, um, I, don't, I, don't, I felt a little anxiety because I was, that was where I was planning on being. And now I had to make a decision what to do. Do I drive there and stay the night and maybe get stuck? I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. If you look it up on a map, you'll see it's, it's, there's hundreds of miles between that and the next town. And I didn't know what to do. I felt a little bit of fear. I felt a little bit of sadness. I felt a little, lot of disappointment. And I decided that driving down that road was just not the best decision. It just wasn't. So did a little breath work in the van. Um, got my, got my chemical balance back into, to equanimity and decided that I, if I kept driving down the road that I was wandering, that I was certain to run into um, one of two towns. Now, I didn't know because I didn't have a signal, but I figured if I kept driving, I would either run into Nephi, Utah, or Delta, Utah. Between the two of them somewhere, um, I could at least pull over, stay somewhere, be around. You know, I'm still getting used to van life, so I wasn't really sure where I could go or where I could stay or how, you know, how it all worked out. Well, a blessing came in a weird disguise. And I think this is the way it's supposed to work. So here I am, disappointed, upset, frustrated, sad. And sure enough, as I come into connectivity, I remember that I had once heard about an app that helps you locate free camping sites and areas that you can camp. So once I got a little bit of signal, I downloaded that app. Downloaded that app and remembered, well, the app showed me, but reminded me of a hot spring that was in the middle of the desert, and it was only about 20 miles away from me. 
Now, I'd never been there before, but I'd heard of it, and I knew that it was close. Now, luckily, the app allows you to kind of screenshot or whatever and kind of take a, a map picture. So I found my way to the Meadow Hot Spring. Now, I'm giving away this spot, but it's really kind of a cool place in the middle of a uh, cow pasture in the middle of nowhere. Uh, luckily, the farmer is kind enough to let people stay there. You leave a little donation in a box, and you camp there, and you can splash around in the hot spring. So those who follow me on Instagram saw the, the pictures of that and the video of me waking up there. But that's the thing giving away the story. But finally, I got there in the middle of the night and couldn't see a thing. And down a dirt road, it's about five miles down a dirt road. Once you get there, I just parked. I turned on the, the Cubic Mini to get the fire going and camped out there for the night. The next morning, hot spring it was. I'm going to add to this story a little bit, but I'm going to interject here by saying... This was self-acceptance to me. It was saying, it's okay, dude. It's all right that you didn't go to the place that you were planning. It's okay that it didn't work out according to your plan because something better is waiting for you. The universe knows more. The universe is familiar with more than you are. And when you let go of the need to control, maybe those things will pop up. So just as my emotions rose and fell, just like my breath does with the inhale and exhale, rising and falling of thoughts and emotions and feelings, as you settle into the ones that feel better, the universe then guides you to where you're supposed to be. I was surrounded by lots of people there, not lots, but you know, there was four or five other vans and campers there. I was safe. And I think that's just satisfying our root chakra, right? Just saying, oh, I feel safe. And I was unfamiliar I was in a van that I didn't really know. None of my stuff is in it. I had one little blanket because um, I had been traveling by air. Um, didn't have a pillow. You know, there was just like all kinds of different things that were really uh, taking away my safety and security and comfort factors of satisfying my root chakra. But when I trusted in the universe, then there it was. Finding that acceptance to myself. Now, Woke up next day, great, got back to southern Utah and began to work on the van, making it my own, beginning to create a living environment where not only me, but my dog, Miss B, can enjoy and feel comfortable. Well, one of those items is to turn the passenger seat into a swivel seat. Seems like a pretty easy thing, right? There's four bolts, you pull them out, done. Well, those who have worked on vehicles before know that nothing is ever always that easy. Let's just go into it with acceptance, saying, I don't have an expectation of how this is going to turn out. Just go with it. So I went to go pull the bolts out and found out that these Torx screws that are in there were all stripped out, like someone had tried and then gave up. So with stripped Torx screws, the only way to get them out is either to drill them out or to get a, a screw removal tool. So I decided to go get that screw removal tool. Um, got two of them out. One of them snapped off. The Torx, uh, sorry, the, the screw removal tool snapped off. Um, by that time, my hands were bloody from turning screws and drills. And WD-40 was in my cuts and my wounds. And, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure things out. The last, the two nights before that, you know, Miss B was very anxious, not settled, uh, not eating, and all this stuff was building up around me. The anxiety, the stress, the 
the feelings of not being comfortable. And I realized that the chair was not the problem, that it was my perception about the tool or the, the chair that was needed. I just needed to get the right tools or the right person or the right assistance. And I still haven't taken the chair out yet because I haven't decided to attack that yet again. Because it's not what's important. What's, what was important is that I create a space for Miss B for her to lay down and to feel safe and secure. Just kind of like how I did at the Meadow Hot Spring. I just needed that safety and security to then move past that area of imbalance in the root chakra and start working towards what we talked about in the beginning, standing in the need of the arms of my own kindness, moving into heart chakra and loving myself more. All that other stuff is just stuff. It's just stuff. And when we worry so much about it, that kind of becomes our defining vibration. Well, I don't want my de defining vibration to be me of stuff and like a chair. And I want it to be, hey, um, ease, calm, peace of mind. So still working on the chair. Those who have any kind of advice on that, I'm happy to accept that. I may end up just taking it to somebody to get those screws out to see. But for the time being, I'm just working on the van. And, you know, those who are supporting the podcast, you're really helping me. So thank you. Um, that's where it's all going is to kind of create this peace and ease and to, to create this environment. So I kind of want to end today's uh, podcast by talking about Mahatma Gandhi. Now, he, he had meant he had a long quote. Um, basically he was being interviewed and they said, you know, what is, what's the message? What's your message to the world? Which seems like a very big message. And he said, of course, my, my life is my message. And he, it's a lot longer than that, but he said, my life is my message. But I think what, um, to, kind of collaborates with acceptance is he said at the very end, what we think we become, what we think we become. And that was one of his messages to the world what we think we become. So when I was a big wreck, you know, sadness, if I could have stayed in that vibration and I could have become that, I could have been not just my mood, but that could have been, you know, my, my day, that could have been my week, that could have been my personality was sad, depressed, anxious. If I would have kept those thoughts going. I don't know if any of you have ever been in that spiral where you're just like stuck in a mood. Sometimes we feel that way after a breakup or we have a life-changing event where we think we are something and we just kind of get stuck in that vibration. And same thing happened with this bee, you know, where she wasn't feeling safe, not secure. So she became that thought of I'm not safe, I'm not secure. And you could just tell she wasn't eating. She wasn't uh, very comfortable. And once we fixed that situation, I created like a little dog cave underneath my bed framed it out and insulated it and put her bed in there. And now she's got this great spot. Last night she slept amazing, ate, and, you know, was, was very, very content. What we think we become. So if you're thinking thoughts about things going bad in your life or negative things showing up, guess what? That's what's going to show up. We've heard this a thousand times, right? But here it is again. We need to change the vibration. Now, it's not about spiritual bypassing and saying, I'm just not going to think about it. How about if we say, yeah, that is part of my experience, that negative or that contrasting experience is part of what I'm feeling. However, a lot of good stuff's happening too. I was in a brand new van out in nature with lots of possibilities and adventure ahead. 
I could have been stuck in the idea of I'm lost. I wanted to go to this place. My life is not turning out the way I wanted it to be and get stuck in that and then become that where I could say there's more coming. I know a little, but the universe knows more. Let us see if we can drop into the universe knowing more about us this week, friends. Dropping into the idea that I don't need to work harder. I need to work less. I need to relax my mind and ease into life. Let life happen for me rather than me forcibly thinking about how I want to change. When you go into ease and you go into that place of alignment, things just start to flow. And I can talk about it in further episodes about things that are flowing in my life. And we're all kind of this imperfectly, uh, you know, perfect. We, we, we have times. I have times. Even though I sit here and talk about being an observer, there are times where I'm a thinker and a reactor just like you. Luckily, we have the tools and we know how to step into them quickly. Use the tools that you have, your breath work. If you don't have a, a good outlet to, to practice breath work, message me. I'll send you some, some tracks. I know on our, our Patreon page, there's several of them that you can work on. Um, there's also the meditation courses that you can do on Insight Timer. There are one-on-one -on -one mentoring sessions that I offer. You just have to reach out. If you're interested, you can reach out to me through my Instagram, which is Ryan Bean Yoga. And I'm happy to start to, to do some one-on-one -on -one, um, manifesting techniques with you, breath work, um, even down to doing yoga and movement practices that help you stand in the place where your arms are wrapped around you and you're giving yourself kindness. Just like Ram Dass said, I myself stand in the need of the arms of my own kindness. Thanks for joining today, friends. See you on the next episode.